Hey wrestling fanatics, welcome to the Queen's Takeover. Thank you for joining us as we continue to take over the podcast world. It's your girl Kat, aka the Texas Sports Queen. We also have the Carolina Boss Lady Kayla. Hola. And our resident Jester Jolie. Sup. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Do we have a bunch of rumble talk to get into? But before that, uh Kayla, you wanted to make a quick announcement? Um Yes, um, part of the COO and wrestling department head um, at Everyday Fan Sports, I had our wonderful wrestling department give me their Royal Rumble predictions, and I even threw something in there as maybe a surprise entrance to who might be in the Rumble. That was also a point um, towards it, and so I was like, all right, so they gave me their predictions. It was head-to-head throughout the whole night. And it got down to five uh, to two final people tied at five. And that was between David, which is in our group known as Pinto Beans, and our Texas Sport Queen Cat. So I'm like, all right, I just so I'm like, all right, I gotta do a sudden death. So between the number ended up being one through fifty, number ended up being thirty-two, and she Cat picked 26, so Cat is our Royal Rumble prediction winner. Congratulations, Cat. I will be getting up with you shortly for your information. So wait, and- wait, 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 wait. How the hell is Seth Rollins a surprise when he's already a part of the company? Just explain that one to me. That's not a surprise. That's a given. He's been out though. On paternity leave. But not Christian. A lot of people- Christian is a surprise. That's not oh. a surprise. Becky coming back from maternity leave is a surprise. That's not a surprise. I'm sorry. That's bias. Seth should not have been included in that. I'm sorry. I, I disagree with that. I, I know it's yours, but I disagree with that. That That's not a surprise. Saying somebody like Carlito is a surprise. That was a surprise. Christian was a surprise. Well, Hold on. You, if, just con- you just contradicted yourself, though. You said Becky coming back from maternity leave will be a surprise, but well, that's Seth because- coming back from maternity leave is not a surprise. Because Becky has been gone for, oh, uh, over nine months. She was pregnant. She gave birth. Seth didn't do shit except for hold her fucking hand and get her pregnant. She did everything that's hard. He did absolutely fucking nothing. So don't even give me that bullshit because <laughs> that is some bullshit. Because Jillian, Jillian Hall just had a child recently. Like, not, not as short a time ago as Becky, but still... I mean, it's just, I'm just saying that I think that it's bullshit that you considered Seth a surprise entrant when it's a fucking given and it was spoiled weeks ago. Well, if that was the case, if I would have catch Seth, it would have literally be a three-way tie and I'd have to do a three. But anyway, Kat is our winner and everybody else um, in the department, you have another chance because I'm planning on doing one for WrestleMania. So good luck. Oh, and I actually have a surprise for you too, but I will, and I'll tell you about that later. Okay. Okay. Back to the rumble. Wow. I know some of the championship matches were almost given. Some of them, except for one, I'll dive, I'll dive into that. Jolie, don't look at me like that. <laughs> some of them were given, but it still gave us plenty of action tonight. So, all right, Jolie, I'll, Jolie, your biggest shocker of the night. Honestly, the return of Christian. 100 fucking percent the return of christian in the ring seeing him and edge hug i had to stop myself from crying because edge and christian matt and jeff 
the Dudley boys are all three of my favorite tag teams from that era. Unlike you two, like I literally grew up in the Attitude Era. Right. Um, you two are newer. Me, that's my generation. And so like seeing them back in the ring was just absolutely, especially, you know, with, I, I believe it was because of concussions that Christian had to leave. Right. Yeah. So seeing him in the ring and then that, and he did pretty damn good. Yeah. Christian was definitely my biggest for the men. And now for the women, Victoria. <laughs> I, you guys saw in our group chat, I said, fucking yes, yes, fuck yes, fuck yes, fuck yes. I got the pleasure of meeting her a couple years ago. Yeah. Lisa Marie is one of the sweetest women out there. She is very vocal when it comes to mental health issues as well. Like, she's amazing to talk to. Like, I literally bullshitted with her for like, off and on for 20 minutes because my best friend was in line for Lana Perea of Once Upon a Time fame at Wizard World Philadelphia. This was also the mm-hmm. day that she met Moxley and I met Renee. And I nearly passed out meeting Renee. Mm-hmm. But that's because it was extremely hot and we forgot to buy water. Um, yeah, that was a very crazy day. So I got to like spend a lot of time talking to her. Um, I told her the story of how I was trying to get her attention to come over to the like her and Lita to come over in Baltimore to, you know, to say hi to the fans, but because the fans were heckling, especially towards Lita, that like they didn't come over. And and she said, like, you know, it's not that we didn't see you, it's just that we didn't want to engage in that. And it's like that I understand completely. But she's like, you know, we love seeing you guys out there, whether you love or hate us. So that those two are my biggest, you know, surprise, especially when it comes to the rumble. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much it. I thought every match was very straightforward. I thought that all the championship matches minus one though technically two should have been changed hands because the ref fucking stopped counting we'll get we'll get into it we'll get into it we'll get into it i I know but still but other than that like everything was pretty um it was very good royal rumble um somebody did time the goldberg match i think they said it was two minutes and 33 seconds that's all yeah the intro was two minutes and 35 seconds but Again, it's Goldberg. He can't deal with somebody like Seth now, or not Seth, somebody like Drew, mm-hmm. because Drew is just a fucking beast. And I have stood next to the man. I can attest to that. He is also a giant goofball. So, yeah, that everything was pretty much straightforward. Um, I, I will go into my gripe of the night later, um, because there's going to be a lot of F-bombs, and I need to prepare myself for that okay we'll get into it i promise all right so just take a breather kayla your shockers of the night um i'm actually gonna have to agree with jolie um hearing christian's music come back um that was honestly amazing because you know there's been so many points that i wanted to see him wrestle again Mm -hmm. um and then obviously victoria you know very great to hear her um it's and the thing is with them being out so long they they both still had it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like they never missed a beat and they both look good. And I'll say another person that looked pretty damn good in the ring as well is Carlito. So oh, God, he was ripped. So, um, but yeah, the two shockers is definitely Christian, Victoria, and um, and I guess you could say Julian was kind of like the laugh of the night because she kind of cracked me up a little bit, you know, trying to work with Billy Kay. You know, oh, Jillian, like, Jillian, 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 yeah. yeah. She's like, come on, come on, you know, and it's like, yeah, but anyway, 
but no, definitely um, Christian and Victoria was the shockers of the night for me. So yeah, I always have to mute it whenever she comes on and her singing. It's just like it's like she's better voice. than sliced bread. <laughs> I, I, I wonder if JBL just took running away. <laughs> and you know, I, I really wish there's this one thing that haunts me from that, and that's when she used to have that god awful mole on her face. Oh, 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 and oh. ate it off her. <laughs> Oh God, that haunts me. Why are you trying to make me sick? Because whenever I see her, that's the only thing I think of. Ugh. I'm the boogeyman, and I ate the thing off her face. That's I don't know how, I don't know why, but the boogeyman was always one of my niece's favorites. I still don't know why to this. Day. I actually, you know what? He actually never bugged me. I actually, I kind of liked him, and because I liked his backstory and the fact that he lied about his age to get on tough enough to get to where he was you know so i always respected him you know for being a little bit underhanded and devious because that's what (laughs) a lot of people have done i mean look at um and honestly becky did the same thing she lied about her age um i mean yeah he was older she was younger but still i think that he did a really good uh job trying to fight his way into being the superstar that he was and you know it was you know very cool and supernatural and the worms never bugged me because i'm tomboy my entire life i go fishing i know how to put squid on a hook i know how to put a live minnow on a hook i don't know how to clean a fish but you know i still know how to fish so that shit never bugged me like you know the worms and everything like that i still love when he was chasing booker t around that was funny i I really kind of wish that when booker t was on the screen (laughs) i just wish he popped up just for a minute and uh (laughs) i will say my disappointment of the night that did not happen was the fiend that kind of But, yeah. you know, I understand why he's probably taking some time off. Um, he, I mean, he did lose, just lose one of his best friends. So could be taking time off for that. I forget why they said he was taking off longer. But um, before we delve in, there's one thing I'm going to say. But him and Eric was supposed to get a tribute tattoo to. Um, yeah. That's what yeah. it was. But about that, anybody that is spewing stupidity and utter nonsense about the true reason why Brody Lee passed away, can jump off a short dock into rusty nails and uh, broken glass and just die because Amanda put out everything and she didn't have to. And I respect the hell out of her for doing that. And reading all of that, um, I was honestly in tears reading that post. And for everybody, like ringside news and all the douchebags that are like Meltzer and Alvarez out there that, you know, just ran with it and said whatever the hell they wanted to say, they all just need to... There, there's a special level of hell for people like that. So I just wanted to get that little bit off my chest since we were talking about The Fiend and him and Eric. And okay. I thought I thought Braun was actually supposed to get the tattoo with him. Oh, I don't know about, I don't know about all that. He maybe did or already... I don't know. Maybe. Because, yeah, because I think there's... Like he said, he was going to get a tribute tattoo. I know a lot of people are actually getting tribute tattoos for him, so which I think is nice. Yeah, and it's like with New Day having him on their gear and everything, that was also oh, an extra boost. That oh, was yeah. sweet as hell. And, and did anybody else notice that there's a lot of uh, light-colored ring gear this year? Mm-hmm. Especially in the men's, it was very light, uh, white, and vibrant. I mean, I love Damian Priest's pants. Yeah. I, those were fucking sick. I like Daniel's shorts, uh, the New Day's outfit. Um, I just like, you know, it was very nice to see like a very wide variety and very vibrant, uh, costuming this year. I mean, we all saw Sasha, so she wins. I'm sorry. That caught her. Mikazi, dude. You're the man. You're the man. 
I mean, I, I really honestly wish we could get you on here just to talk how you go through making some of the um, jackets and get ups for some of the superstars, not just your wife, because I know you do some of the other people like Triple H's. I know you do. But yeah, no, I, I thought that that was actually my other shocker of the night was the amount of um because last year's some of the ring gear seemed sloppy. Charlotte didn't have her right robe. Um, but like this year, like everybody was very clean. Everything was like all like nice and perfect. I guess because, you know, they, they all didn't really have to be out there much and get stuck traveling that far. Their, their gear didn't get destroyed. So I guess that's a plus when you, when you're living right there in a hotel room. In a town by the river. (laughs) All right. Well, speaking of Sasha, let's get into some of these matches here and everything. And I'll start with, I'll go ahead and start with hers. Yes, the gear was top-notch. As I said already, Mikazi, you are the absolute man. And hopefully this match tonight with her and Carmella was the end-all, be-all. Like, bye, bitch, bye. Because it's like, I mean, I was talking with my husband and everything. It's like, new at, it's like new looks, uh, new character and everything. Same old shtick, same old damn ring moves and everything. I don't get it. But Sasha retained. Thank God. Uh, Reginald got booted, and then Reginald also ended up costing Carmella later on, too. So that was hilarious. <laughs> oh, man. Kayla, Kayla, your thoughts on that match? Obviously, I was happy when Sasha retained. Um, it shows that she is on her way to get her WrestleMania moment, um, where I still believe that she'll rightfully retain that title because she's worked so hard for it. She deserved it. Um, And I agree with you on that, Kat, that hopefully this is the end of Carmella and Sasha because seriously, she's had, what, three? This will be her, what, third title match now since she's been back? Yeah, yeah. Third title match. I'm just going to make it plain and simple. Three strikes, you're out, bitch. End of the line. Um, but yeah, and uh, get rid of Reginald. I think he cost you, like Kat said, twice tonight. So, yeah, end of the line. There's other people that deserves a title shot, not you. Oh, and uh, welcome back, Miss Naomi. I forgot to mention that. Welcome back. So, um, but anyway, great with Sasha tonight. So, and uh, yeah. <laughs> I think I'm good. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I was gonna get to I'm gonna get to the women's Royal Rumble yeah. so you can uh and everything. Uh Jolie, any quick thoughts? The match was great. Um once the underhandedness of like Reginald was expelled from the ringside, um, you know, little Miss Reggie had to leave. Um, you know, we got to see more of traditional Carmella and you know, her viciousness and her stupid like, you know, her healness and it was nice to see Sasha retain again like Kayla said three strikes you're out bitch um there's other people like oh I don't know Bianca who's gonna be coming <laughs> for that title now and um you can go flirt with Bailey in the back with Reggie I, I really don't give a shit I mean we've all heard about the kinky shit you do with Corey Graves so maybe you can just leave and go do that for a living yeah, uh, by the way, Corey, you're supposed to be a little unbiased on the damn commentary. I mean, come on. It's like, at least pretend to be unbiased. Well, it's he just like every- is the heel, you know, commentator, commentator but, but shit, still. 
I know, and it's kind of hard for me to, you know, take him fucking seriously when he says he's got like a, basically a hard on for his fiance or girlfriend, where the fuck she is. And then Mandy Rose comes out, and like you hear the table go thunk, and like, oh, so you have another hard on, huh, buddy? <laughs> exactly. Oh my god. Oh, alrighty. Okay, so well, let me get into one of the. Let me get into the we, Joel. You brought this up earlier and everything. Let's get into the one of the the quick the quickest match of the night, real quick. Uh, Drew and Goldberg. Yeah, I was surprised that uh, Drew actually started on him a little early. And I, it's like I texted both of y'all during the crew, during the group chat. I was like, going, this had the making of Miz cashing in. Thank God he didn't. And Drew retained, and the respect was the respect was there at the end. And now he can move on to WrestleMania. Man, but that was that one. I to start off the night, to start off the actual pay per view, not the pre show, but the pay per view with that kind of a scare and everything. It's just like, oh, really? But he retained. Thank God we can move on. Jolie, did you want to add anything else? How does Goldberg sweat so much? <laughs> it's like him and Bobby Lashley have the same gene where they just return into fucking fountains whenever they're in the ring. I mean, right? hell. Edge was in there for how fucking long and he wasn't sweating like a fucking sprinkler system. I mean, Jesus fucking Christ. And Vince, I, I know you're very happy that I'm actually, that we are actually not going to come after you both verbally and possibly physically for, you know, certain people winning the titles when they shouldn't even have the fucking titles. And two people should have the fucking titles that you gave the fucking titles to you, motherfucker. But we'll get to that another time. I just want to say that, you know, despite the fact that Goldberg is older than christ right now he did look pretty good in the ring he didn't fuck up his jackhammer like he did against taker he didn't jack up his spear like he did against the fiend um it was a short entertainment entertaining match and you know it was just basically the spark that was needed for the tnt of the uh, rest of the matches of the sasha and carmella match the last man standing match and the two fucking fabulous royal rumble matches mm. And before I get to Kayla, uh, let me just make this little disclaimer where we don't promote violence here on the show. It's just very, sometimes we're very frustrated wrestling fans. And so, so sometimes we got to let it out a little bit. (laughs) No, I wake up and choose violence every day. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. All right. It's like, I got to calm you. It's like, I have to, we got to calm you down to drive it up to Connecticut. Like we had to calm Kayla down for when she wanted to ship the Iconics back to Australia in refrigerators. <laughs> no, we had to tell her if she's going to do that, she had to put holes in the boxes. Oh, screw that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> violence on this show, would it? <laughs> this is a wrestling show. There's going to be violence. Oh, I know, I know. Like, I, I know. wanted to ship, whatchamacallit, for what she, uh, uh, for Natalia. I was like, really? Seriously? <laughs> all right all right all right kayla your thoughts on drew and uh drew and goldberg um like jolie said it was definitely the you know the kick the kick start that we needed to um start the royal rumble um like you also said cat the like the oh gosh moment like oh no this is it this is it he's gonna win you know goldberg is actually gonna get the title it was like yes it was short but it had gave you enough ex- suspense, like, is this going to be another match where he beats, you know, where Goldberg comes out on top, or, you know, what's going to happen? And uh, Drew, 
I loved your mo- uh, moment where you kicked air. You try to clay more of the air. That was great. I mean, you, you were just a little. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was kind of fun. Funny that he did that. But anyway, above all, short match. Good way to kick off our road to WrestleMania. Um, and I am very super excited that Drew did retain. Um, and the respect that they had in the ring towards the end was also really cool um, for both gentlemen because so other than that it was above all good kickstart to rumble and um yeah how does goldberg sweat like crazy like that it was a two-minute match it's like him bobby lashley mark henry uh lesnar is just like it just got that thing about them yeah well at least lesnar was in the match for like 30 minutes before he started sweating and that only Mm -hmm. happened when keith lee got in front of him he's like oh shit who the fuck is this big boy (laughs) right Okay, so before we get into the Women's Royal Rumble match, there's one of the matches that some of us didn't agree with tonight that I want to go ahead and jump into first. It happened on the kickoff show. And, and uh, yeah, what did Nia and Shayna do to deserve to be two-time champs? I have no idea. Kayla, I know Jolie's got a shitload to say about this, so I'm going to let you go first. First of all, I do not like the fact that they got the tag titles back. Um, but as for me, I've always been a Shayna Baszler fan. You know, I'm kind of excited for that. That's, you know, adding more to her history. But I don't like the fact that it was not a clean win. Because, you know, maybe we would have a little bit more opinion if it was Charlotte, Asuka versus Shayna and Nia. But you actually had Charlotte and Asuka versus Nia, Shayna, Lacey, Henrik Flair... <laughs> out there which basically you have a four on two so in a way it was not a fair match at all right um which in a way i do understand that they maybe this is an opportunity to focus more on oscar and her raw women's championship which obviously i do know she's on smackdown um but you know there's a certain royal rumble out there winner out there right now that could go after oscar or she can go after sasha so whatever you know whoever she chooses or you know but anyway it was not a clean win and I did not like the fact. And one question that my mom asked me, she's like, what is the point of the storyline? Why? You know, why is, you know, but hey, WWE, we don't understand. Um, am I happy? Like I said, I'm happy that Shayna is adding more to her history, but how she got it, no, was not the time. But now that they got the titles back, it is now time for the Riot Squad to claim their gold. So, um, irresistible force queen of spades it's time to start a riot because you're gonna get your ass kicked <laughs> i love that i love that <sighs> all right jester front and center yes ma'am all right so, so the match in itself was actually a very good match between shanna Baszler, nia Jax, and our queen and empress the fact that they had to ruin it with the stunting of rick flair and the god-awful bitchiness of Lacey Evans, who, you know, yes, she makes a fantastic heel, but sometimes, you know, she just annoys the fuck out of me. Uh, yeah. And seriously, if she acted like she had knucks on her hand and then took them off, that was the stupidest thing ever because there's nothing on her hand when she put it on and there's nothing on her hand when she took it off. And if you if anybody saw anything, they're fucking blind because there's nothing there. I watched it in slow motion. Bullshit. So that number one was number, that was the one thing that pissed me off, number one. Number two, excuse me, ref, 
are you that fucking stupid that you don't see Charlotte go backwards and not turn around and go, oh, Lacey, get the fuck out of here. I swear to God, all the rest were stupid and blind tonight. Mm-hmm. Don't we will get to the other ref later? That stupid motherfucker. Yeah. But seriously, you know how the fuck are are you not going to notice that? Um, yeah, Charlotte just gave up for what reason? Oh, look, there's Lacey. Oh, Lacey, what are you doing here? No, you completely fucking ignore the fact that Lacey and Rick are on the ring. Again, the fuck. So yeah, there was that whole thing, and then. What really fucking grind my gears, to quote Peter Griffin, is the fact that you had the king talking all this shit on Charlotte about how she was putting down her father and all this shit about how everything that Rick has done and he hasn't done anything wrong and he's just trying to live his best life and blah, 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 blah. We all know that Charlotte fucking left, took time off because her dad almost died. We are not fucking stupid. There are some storylines that should just be fucking dead and buried. This whole stepmother fucking bullshit. Now, if he wanted to teach Lacey to be the dirtiest player in the game, that's something completely different. But this whole seducing him, and I know there's a difference between storyline and real life. I get this. I'm not a fucking idiot. But there are some times where those lines don't need to cross. Everybody fucking knows that Lacey is married and has a child. And if they didn't know that, then they didn't pay fucking attention when she was feuding with Sasha and Bailey. So now you're going to tell the people that Lacey Evans doesn't have a fucking child and a husband. And she's a fucking whore. That is what you're basically saying about a very fucking proud Marine. That's the one thing that pissed me off. This woman is a very proud fucking member of our armed forces. And Mm -hmm. y'all are making like you brought her family into this. You made her family a part of this. And now you want us all to fucking forget about her family. Well, it doesn't work like that because you want people to forget that Charlotte is your daughter. Uh Uh-uh. Not now anymore, old man. You are fucking Charlotte's father. She's not your daughter anymore. She owns you. She is better than you. She has surpassed you. And that's what pisses me off is because they kept pulling her down to make him feel, make the fucking stroke his tiny dick ego. Charlotte, and I will probably read so much fucking hate online. And there's so much hate because, oh, God, she's in the final three. Oh, God, she's going to win again. Oh, God, she's in the title picture. Oh, this, oh, that. Charlotte, yes, the beginning of her career, she was Ric Flair's daughter. Mm-hmm. Plain and simple, legacy. She has earned her fucking name, the queen. Shanna has not earned the queen of spades in WWE. She might have earned it in UFC or in MMA, but she has not earned that title like Charlotte has earned the queen title. The four MMA horsewomen have not earned that title. Like Becky, Charlotte, Sasha, and Bailey have earned that title in the WWE. Hell, one of them isn't even wrestling right now. The other gave up and lives on a farm in fucking California. Who likes to troll everybody and plays Dungeons and Dragons and War of Warcraft. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying that is what she's doing with her time. And then she trolls everybody on the internet because, you know, she has nothing better to do. I am sick and tired of the Charlotte hate. I am sick and tired of when Charlotte gets put into actually a decent storyline. And I loved her tagging with Asuka. Mm-hmm. That was a good team. And, you know, I kind of hope that it's not brought to fruition where they feud and go f- and Charlotte goes for the title. Yes, we all know she's in the title picture. But I kind of think that it should be Rhea. Let Charlotte and Rhea feud and the number one contender is Rhea for the WrestleMania. That's my prediction. That's what I want. Because... I really want to see Asuka versus Rhea, to be perfectly honest. 
but the way that fucking King kept constantly, and even in the Rumble match itself, and mm-hmm. that's when I was getting angry. He kept degrading her and building up Rick. I am so sick of it. I'm sorry. There are certain legends that need to stay the fuck home. He's one of them. Um, I love Rick Fair. I love what he's done for the business. I love what he's done for Becky, Charlotte, Sasha, Bailey. I love what he's done for everything. But he needs to sit his old ass home. Randy is fucking right about that. Mm-hmm. I really need Aunt Randy to fucking punt him again. I will pay Randy Orton to punt his fucking ass again. I will fucking pay every... I will pay fucking retribution. I am just sick and tired of people like him and Hogan to come back and do what they do. It's like, there's that one point, and I know we're going to talk about the men's Roma match, but when Ali just, you could t- hear him screaming in the ring, mm-hmm. you know, that they, these are taking our chance. They're taking the shot. Rick being back honestly takes away from Charlotte, in my opinion. And I know this is completely off tangent, but it just, it really pissed me off because Charlotte, and like you, you'll constantly hear me say nicest person because they actually fucking met her. And when I say like these goofball or nice person, I've actually met these people. I paid the money to meet them. And yeah, some people are fake and douchey. We all know who I'm talking about. But she wasn't. Becky isn't. Drew isn't. Finn, oh my God, isn't. And and you know who is the biggest goofball? And I can't wait for you to meet him, Cap. Keith Lee. Keith. He is such a sweetheart. And like, I seriously, he's somebody that like, I just want to hug. Because, yeah. because I got a big ass bear hug from Otis, and like that was one of like the coolest things ever. Because I love heavy machinery, but yeah, I'm just sick and tired of bringing in legends, like with even with Goldberg to stroke egos. And it just I just found out that he signed for two more years. Oh come on! So, well, you got to think about it. He probably does have a receipt match with the Fiend coming up. So I'm all for that. It, it it is honestly time to start letting to stop letting some of these legends come in, and you know for them saying that Edge is a part time role. Technically, Edge did sign a new five year deal. Mm-hmm. He's technically not a part part timer. Part timer is John Cena, who also trolled everybody. You fucking asshole. Apparently, he was trolling people on Twitter too. Mm. So it's just like some of these people just need to to stay home and. It was funny in the men's rumble when Kane popped up. <laughs> and the thing was that I thought of was the first thing was, I hope it's Damien that gets to eliminate him. Really? Huh. Yes. Only because of the fact that they're both big men mm-hmm. and it'd be a passing of the torch of one monster to a possible monster. Because when Dam- when Damien's in heel mode, he's a fucking monster. Oh, yeah. So... Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to that. And also with the men's Royal Rumble, can we get a one-on-one with Bobby Lashley and Big E in a cage? <laughs> oh, oh, no, no, no. There's a reason why I want it in a cage because I don't want MVP, Sheltie, and Cedric who thinks he's, whose ego is actually getting way bigger than it is. Yeah. I mean, I know, I know Mrs. Alexander's loving it, but, you know... <laughs> I just want a one-on-one match between those two because watching those two in the ring tonight, like, mm-hmm. I was like, ooh. It, it, it gave me kind of, like, chills. Like, this is something that needs to happen. Right. 
So it's like, okay, well, how can we get titles on these guys for Survivor Series? Because I kind of want Riddle to win that. Okay, I got it. I got it. I got it. So Riddle wins the U.S. title. Um, D. Bryant wins the Intercontinental title, right? Uh huh. Big E wins the title at SummerSlam or Hell in a Cell. Lashley wins the title at SummerSlam or Hell in a Cell. They face each other at Survivor Series. World champ versus world champ. I'm cool with that. Make okay. it happen. Yeah. Oh, did I, you hear? I, I apologize for my long rant, but that's just that whole thing. I, I couldn't have been the only one that was really irked with that entire situation. And hearing King, it's like, I can't mute it. Unfortunately. It's like, I wish I, that's the one thing like, okay, so you're watching something. You don't want to hear this commentary, but I can hear everybody else's. That would be fine. Or he just starts, you know, press this for Spanish. I guess what I should have just hit Spanish. I just think that that's another motherfucker that's got to go. I'm sorry. I know he's done a lot for the business. I know there's a lot of shit that goes behind him and a lot of people don't like him, but the King, just like Jr. they got to go. Yeah. Like, I, I'm hearing that even in AEW that Jr. is pissing people off. Really? With his commentary. Mm-hmm. Well, they, they like um, Taz and somebody else on commentary over Jr. So Pro- probably Shivani, right? Kayla. Yeah, I, Shivani's actually really good on there. Um, and then, honestly, here lately, I know he won't because of the thing, but I honestly don't mind having Jericho on commentary. Jericho's a riot. <laughs> he honestly, he, but, um, but yeah, honestly, if I really had to choose, Tony Shivani is probably way better than uh, JR is here lately. And, and I admit, back in the day, he used to, when he was part of WWE, he used to be you know, one of my favorite commentators, him oh, and uh, him Michael and, Cole. Him but, and King were my favorite. Well, him too. Yeah, I'm just saying, I'm just, but I'm just saying back in the day, he used to be one of our favorite. Now it's kind of like, eh. <laughs> so. It's sad that when, when some people like, they, they just need to stop. I mean, yes, the nostalgia factor is there, but the nostalgia factor should not be there for a big pay-per-view. Bring them back for, I don't know. Hell in the Cell or some bullshit pay per view. I mean, none of the pay per views are all bullshit, but the core four do not deserve the king. I'm sorry, they yeah. deserve better. They deserve Beth Phoenix. Where the fuck was she? <laughs> watching the watching the kids and probably like uh, having a hard, couple of panic attacks watching Edge. She probably had a, she was probably like Kayla the other weekend with a bottle of wine and a straw. <laughs> Oh, yeah, Kay. Yeah, Kayla after Kayla doing a podcast with wine. Mm, interesting. <laughs> but I felt good that night, and it, at least I didn't sound like I was drunk. Thank God. <laughs> That's true. That's true. That's true. Oh, man. Oh, before we get to the rumble, did, did y'all hear that uh, Riddle asked uh, Triple H about doing his U.S. title match in the fight pit? God, I hope they say yes. Lashley was like, well, why? You want another nap? <laughs> but yeah, it's like, so he asked. I don't know if they're actually going to go through with it or not, but he asked. <sighs> All right. Women's Royal Rumble. Yeah, that was a great one. Some people said it was the best one. Jolie, I know you disagree with that, but it was, it was, it was one of the best, it was, it was one, of the, one of the best ones I had ever seen. And it's like, we only had four. Up- Seriously? We've only had four women's Royal Rumbles. Overall, overall, overall. It was the fourth best one. I'm sorry. La- the past 
three have overall. I said overall. Oh, mm. <laughs> uh, but no, it was no. It's like I love the thing from like start to finish. Couple moments to give me give me some heart attacks and everything. Uh, it was great. It was great to see returns, especially especially Naomi, Kayla, because I know you just brought that up earlier and everything. And it's like Bianca, she went from number three. It's like, I, and my husband was like thinking it'd be funny if it was start, it would have been funny if Bailey and Bianca was started. I was like, well, maybe she, Bianca was number two last year, or so and then she came in at number three. I was like, damn, come on sheesh but it was just like truly remarkable to watch and it was funny the three when it got down to the final three with charlotte ria and bianca i'm thinking back to early last year before takeover portland and that just the three of them back in the nxt ring when the bianca was like say you don't even go here and just stuff like that it took me it took me back to that and Bianca did get her revenge, and I, it's like I texted both of y'all. It's like Rhea, I expect to see her on Raw or SmackDown this week for sure. Which show? I don't know yet. But I was just so happy for Bianca. She when she won, the motion on her face and the little bit of clips that I saw from backstage, it was just remarkable. <sighs> All right, I'll shut up now. Kayla, go ahead. <laughs> Um, it was definitely, um, a very wonderful rumble. Um, it was great to see Naomi back. And I do love the fact that Bianca and Naomi almost got eliminated and Naomi's like, Hey, let me hold your hair and pull myself up. So I don't get eliminated, you know, and then they shut up (laughs) and then they started working together and got themselves back into the ring. So I really enjoy that. Um, but seeing that moment that, you know, Bianca was actually able to win was awesome. Um, funny thing about every, when uh, Rhea's music hit, I started singing it. It's like, yes, Rhea's, she's in this, you know, it was just that um, moment. And then there was the one moment I looked at my mom and I go, are you kidding me? When you heard fucking Lana's music. And my first image, my first thing that popped in my head was uh, our jesters over there probably picking someone up and just throwing it at the TV right now. Like, no, 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 <laughs> no. But you, you saw the, the scream of no in the group chat. Yes. <laughs> I said, you got to be kidding me. And at that point, I was just like, somebody, eliminate her, somebody get rid of her, you know, and she finally did. Because my mom, my mom looked at me and says, so help me, Lana wins the Rumble. I said, Lana wins the Rumble, the Queens take over riots. <laughs> but, no, but above all, every woman in that match, kudos to Miss Bailey for lasting as long as she did from number one spot. Um, everybody did great. Um, you know, it was just just as much as they um, worked together. Um, it, was, it was kind of funny there when... Uh, Naya was messing with Tamina's like, oh she we're family, we're family, you know, making it funny. And Shane was like, Well, gee, thanks, we're tag team champs, you know. Right. But um just just a different seeing different rivalries in there. Like we said, where was Beth Phoenix? But we, you know, stated that she was probably at home freaking out, you know, hanging with the kids. But um <laughs> above all, very great. Um 
it was great. Like we mentioned, it was great seeing Victoria back, still had it. Um, it was honestly great to see, you know, Jillian Hall back. She still had it. Um, so, but uh, congratulations to Miss Bianca Belair. I'm sorry, Mrs. Bianca Belair Ford. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, well-deserved girl. You've deserved it. You've sowed that you're definitely the EST of the WWE and keep fighting towards your dreams at WrestleMania. Oh my God. Yeah. And I'm seeing all these damn posts already with like picture mock-ups between with her and Sasha and everything. It's just like, whoo. All right. Jolie. All right. I want to get the cat out of the bag real quick. The minute Lana's music hit. Um, I did not throw anything at my TV screen. I was sitting at my laptop um, and I wrote emphatically no um, for reference. It's the uh, Michael Scott, no, dear God, no, no, no meme (laughs) that just popped in my head. And uh, yeah. Okay. Um, That, in all honesty, was a waste of spot. I'm going to say that right now. Lana is a fucking waste of spot. Lana does not deserve to be in the WWE. And I'll keep saying this to the day I fucking die. She is taking away from other women that deserve it. It was great to see Santana Garrett and the women's love seeing her. And when Dakota Kai's music hit, I fucking flipped out, dude. I was so fucking cheesing for that. (laughs) And then Ember comes out again. That was cool. That was awesome. Though I miss her old music. I really fucking do. Um, but Lana to me you could have put Raquel Gonzalez in there you could have put Mercedes Martinez in there you could have put hell you could have put fucking Santina and we all know that I hated that last year yeah I fucking went off on that one last year yeah I remember that but to me I'm sorry I, I, I know people are going to hate on me for saying this but I don't see her as a wrestler there's some people that are not meant to be wrestlers and yeah, she tries, but she is just taking a spot for somebody that's more deserving, in my eyes. You know, you could have had, uh, she broke her arm, so it could have been her. Um, Priscilla Priscilla Presley, or Priscilla, the chi- one of the new chicks they just signed. You could have put them in there. I fucking love Shotzi being in there. Hell, you could have had um, 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 Candice LeRae. She could have showed up. Eo. Eo. Uh, well, no, I think they would protect Io because she does have a triple threat match coming up between her, Tony Storm, and Mercedes Martinez. So mm-hmm. there is that. But I mean, you had Tony Storm in there fucking showing off. That's true. So like Io, I would protect her. Um, but yeah, there there was... And fuck you, Becky. Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. And I'm a Becky fan. <laughs> I don't... Like, dude, don't fucking play with my emotions like this. Like, seriously, I'm, like, being fucking honest. Like, you had a... No, she honestly pissed off a lot of fans. Oh, yeah. <laughs> By doing that. And these are these are fans of hers. Like, we have waited patiently. And we're the good ones. We're not the ones out there making fucking shitty-ass TikTok or uh, Twitter accounts and Instagram accounts and making fucking shitty-ass... No, we're the good ones that, you know, will wait in line to see you at a cricket wireless signing. To meet you at StubHub, to be at iPlay America. We are the ones that actually pay the money for this that are actually the good people that'll travel to fucking meet you. 
but no, you had to fucking play with our goddamn fucking emotions. And I'm telling this right now, if there is, if she was backstage and if there's no fucking leaked backstage pictures of her, some, some fucking horse woman holding that damn child, I'm going to be fucking pissed. Hell, give me Heyman holding the child. I would love to see Heyman holding a child. That would be fucking adorable because, you know, Heyman has such a, a soft spot for Becky. And I already know this because you saw that in the, um, uh, what was it? Her uh, chronicle last year, before, before or two years ago, that they did right after WrestleMania 35. So yeah, it's like she fucking played with our emotions, and then WWE had to get in and playing with us. So it's like y'all just really fucked up, and y'all really chose violence today, didn't you? And they don't understand when you've been without somebody that like a lot of people who stopped. What that's probably why they did it because they knew people fucking stopped watching without her. Like, oh, she's coming back. Okay, we're there fucking assholes douchebags there's a special layer in hell for y'all too so that was that that was my biggest gripe but i fucking screamed when victoria came out and i already told you my story with her jillian hall i plugged my ears um billy k was fucking hilarious i i will have to admit i love her shtick um and then the badassery that everybody seems to be overlooking right now mm-hmm. the badassery of the riot squad they fucking came in. They might have been eliminated early, but they fucking came in and they cleaned house for a little bit. They were fucking balls to the wall badasses tonight. Um, I did kind of laugh when Shayna got eliminated by Naya. That was fucking hilarious. Um, who eliminated Naya? Oh, 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 oh. Lana. Lana eliminated Naya. Oh, yeah, That's yeah, right. yeah. That was the one good thing she did. Yeah, that was the only good thing that she did. <laughs> um Alicia Fox was actually something that that was hilarious and then you had her becoming the new 24/7 champion and losing it again but still let's see yeah, I was good to see her I wrote down notes um Tori Wilson was nice to see like I said seeing Santana Garrett was good because she's kind of been in the background um Lacey Evans can go fuck herself um Shotzi being the first out sucked for me because I'm a big Shotzi fan but yeah, no, this this was a good women's Royal Rumble. It's not the best. The best was the first one. And that's because of the nostalgia factor. That was because it was in Philadelphia. And the women themselves stated that if you can't get over in a Philadelphia or New York crowd, then you're never going to be able to get over anywhere. And the fact that they knew how bad, how well that they were treated in Philly, you know, speaks volumes for my city, my home, my home, my little home. And, uh, I mean, again, you'd have to say back in 2018, half the crowd was already fucking drunk because they're pre-gaming for the Super Bowl the following weekend. So, you know, <laughs> so it was, it was actually that, that will always be the best women's Royal Rumble because I got to see the one I got to see Lita <laughs> moon salt onto Sasha and Becky. I'm sorry, Lita salt on Sasha and Becky. And that's one of my favorite memories. You got Vicky. You have the whole Ronda thing. You have Oscar winning it all. And the one thing that I did like, and I'm kind of glad that it happened, and it makes me believe that she's actually going to Raw, is when Alexa was about to turn into evil Alexa. Mm-hmm. And Rhea's like, fuck shit. Nope. Bye. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. R- R- Rhea fucking chose violence for the rest of her goddamn life and raw. <laughs> I mean, I'm seriously saying that that woman 
literally said, I don't fucking care if the devil comes out of you, you get in the fuck out this ring. So that, that was my, you know, one of my favorite moments when like all the lights were like, oh fuck, no, no, no. Rhea's like, uh-uh, bye bitch. <laughs> oh, Taylor, you want to add one more thing? No, when we were talking about Becky, I saw on her Instagram, she goes in her story, my bad. I now realize that last picture was a bit misleading. I just thought it was a nice picture of a curtain. <laughs> in her defense, it could have been an old it could have been an old picture of the gorilla curtain and everything, but we also know she's a big troll too sometimes, so <laughs> Oh Lordy. Okay, so let's get to the other let's get to the other match real quick where uh referees had an issues and apparently referees forgot how to count the last man standing match um going into it it's like it was pretty much common that i mean it was going to be a very competitive match but roman was more than likely going to retain anyway um yeah why the second referee for stop counting is beyond me because i think it got it could have gotten up to 20 before reigns finally got free and everything but <sighs> it is what it is <sighs> jolly go ahead Three blind mice, three blind mice. They can't fucking count. Jesus fucking Christ. Ah, my God. You know, between the NFL, the NHL, and now fucking wrestling, Roman completely fucking lucked out again. And I will say it was nice that he actually did it without Jay or Jimmy. Cuckoo. So there was that. But... Other than the whole ref incident, actually, I like that match. And if Kevin Owens was smart, he would have figured out a way to pull Roman onto the ground and put the fucking forklift on top of him. (laughs) And I will say that when, and I know you you fucking marks are going to say, oh my God, they stole that from AEW when Matt Hardy and Kenny Omega were chasing Sammy Guerrero on a thing. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> At least Roman hit this fucking target. <laughs> I mean, that that hit was fucking awesome. I got to admit, like, he just... And you did, like, that, that fucker was fucking jet-powered. That fucker came out of nowhere. Oh, yeah. I was like, I just saw a murder. Hello, oh, man. I like to report a murder. <laughs> but yeah, no, I I will honestly think I actually I enjoyed that match. Um, like I said, yeah. I enjoyed every fucking match for the most part. But it was the whole ref counting that came in after the fact, and Kevin had gotten up, and Paul was still fiddling, mm-hmm. but Roman was still sitting ass down. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's like they it's like they botched that one for sure. Damn. I can count better than that. I know a blind kid that can count to ten faster than that. Oh my my youngest niece can probably count better than that. Oh but Kayla, you thought my that nephew quick? my nephew who can't speak can count better than that. Go ahead, Kayla. Like we stated, why did the rest stop counting? Um, on so many multiple times, Kevin had that match. Kevin knows that had that match, and I think that's what scared Roman the most. Um, as much you know, I did not want to see his return. I kept saying, "Where's Brock Lesnar when you need him to return to beat up Paul Heyman and Roman Reigns 
you know, kind of help Kevin out or something. Just that moment, you know, but of course he didn't. Um, but yeah, that that match was a very good match. It was very brutal. Um, but if I honestly had to choose the best man that should have walked out of that championship as the true champion, it should have been Kevin Owens because he yeah. fought every way for it. So um, that being said, I hope Edge chooses you, Roman, because you're about to get your ass beat. Well, it's like they have done the whole thing in the past about like spear versus spear. So maybe that? I mean, I kind of, uh, well, we're about to, I mean, we're going to talk about that anyway, but it's just like, yeah, it's, I mean, yeah, I actually would prefer that more and everything too, but who knows? All right, speaking of, oh, we capped off the night. Some people were actually bitching online and everything that uh, the wrong person won the Men's Royal Rumble, that it could should have gone to a younger talent, but the mat. It was just an amazing 180 from how Edge started off last year returning for the Royal Rumble and then winning this one. So he did say when he came back and everything, he wanted to end his career on his own terms. And so this is definitely a good way to start. Um, you love, I love how in the beginning and some in the part of it and everything we saw like the whole retribution and new day aspect uh carlito coming back was fabulous christian oh yeah we talked about that early and everything that was just like simply amazing and everything um aj i got problems with your boy almost because he threw out my pick you rat bastard um yeah i was like upset about that and then it's just like Uh, Nakamura Nakamura was everyone's favorite as a lot of people's favorites as well he got eliminated early and then Daniel Bryan got eliminated towards the end by fucking Rollins I think was was it Rollins who took out Daniel Bryan uh I think so okay I think Rollins was the one that took him out okay yeah what was the question sorry Rollins is the one that uh, eliminated Daniel Bryan wasn't he yes Okay, yeah, Fucking that was her. that was beyond bullshit. Oh man, but uh, when Randy was like limping towards the back with his knee, it's like I knew he was gonna he was gonna be back one way or another, and then he was back at the very end and didn't last very long with that. But Edge, some people may hate it, but I'm so happy that you won. And who you're gonna choose, I have no idea, but. Honestly, it's like either match would be a banger, but if I have my preference, I'd, I'd prefer you go after Roman and hopefully um, you can see Drew and, Keith Lee at, uh, Drew and Keith Lee at WrestleMania. That would be my, that would be my preference. <sighs> All right, Jolie, your thoughts on the men's? Well, I already said that the Christian thing was my big pop of the night for the men's. Uh, people are hating on Edge winning. Yeah, whatever. Go F yourself. Um, that's the same people that, you know, want Alicia Fox to be back and getting a title shot. Get the fuck out of here. I'm not even going to address the whole Seth thing because, again, I find it complete and total utter bullshit. I think it was a waste of a space. There's other men that they could have filled that spot. Um, and as much as I love seeing Kane... I say that again. There's another. There's other people that could have taken that spot. You know, you could have had Angelo Dawkins in there. You could have had, um, hell, Shelton Benjamin, Cedric Alexander, MVP, one of them in it. 
you know, it took it did take away, you know, some of the legends we don't need. Seth, I was fine without seeing his ugly ass. Fucking chinchilla looking motherfucker, Monchichi. Um, you've never seen a Monchichi? Y'all don't know what a Monchichi is. It's a little furry creature. Okay. It's something like I, I have a doll in here somewhere that I had as a kid okay. of a Monchichi. Okay. It's a little fur little bastard. Mm-hmm. Um, so and him eliminating Daniel Bryan really pissed me off because Daniel has been busting his ass to get to the main event. And everyone's like, okay, spear versus spear. Fuck that. Hell no. Oh, I see no. Fuck okay. no. Yeah, that's a munchichi. Okay, that's I see Seth no. Rollins. <laughs> that's Seth Rollins. So, again, I will say this emphatically. I do not want Edge going anywhere fucking near Roman Reigns. No way in fucking hell do I want him anywhere near Roman. I want Edge versus Drew. Or, let's be ballsy. Let's be really fucking ballsy. How about we have Edge versus Finn Balor for the NXT men's title? Whoa, that's left field. That's also a dream fucking match. Hmm, interesting. Okay. I don't want Roman. I would rather see Daniel Bryan go against Roman. I would rather see Big E go against Roman. I just would rather see Edge versus Drew. Because, you know, there is history there, I believe. Not 100% sure. But, you know, they both had the rock star lifestyle. They both did it all, seen it all. And they both got to come back to fulfill their dreams. Yeah. So if you honestly wanted Drew to be the top echelon, beating somebody like Edge, we'll do that. Or Edge beating him, we'll do that. And that's just something that I really want to see. Um, again, I have no interest in watching Roman fight Edge, spear versus spear. Uh, to me, I feel that, and I don't get me wrong, I'm a Roman fan. I like all of them, uh, both champions. But I just feel that when it comes to safe workers, I would prefer Drew over Ed, uh, over Roman. And I will say this. Did anybody else notice when Daniel Bryan got whipped really hard by Damian Priest into the turnbuckle, Matt Riddle got really pissed off and he caught Damian by surprise and just started kicking him in the chest? I missed that. Because like Daniel was stunned for a second. He wasn't. Yeah. And in my mind, you know where I went? I went to fucking Paige. Mm. And I think because Matt watched him the entire time. And then because when he got kicked, Damien got caught off guard. Right. So I think it was just like a, a reaction kick. I mean, he wasn't being, you know, vicious with like, he was like, you kind of fucked up. And then I forget, uh, Edge went over and checked on Daniel and yeah. hit him, but he he showed him that he was okay. Okay. So it was like, well, it, was, it was a weird thing that I saw. I was like, wait a minute, that just really happened? Like, because the way that <laughs> Matt or Riddle was staring at, at Daniel, it was like, all right, something's not right here. But it turned out everything was okay. Okay. But again, the, the men's Royal Rumble did not disappoint. Um, well, I mean, minus Seth. Um, I liked seeing the return of Braun. Braun has always been my favorite monster now, um, next to the Fiend. So it was nice to see Braun come back and looking really good. And yeah, that's all I got to say. What the hell? Okay. He comes back. Sorry, this is like off topic and everything, but it's just like I was, I was checking my Twitter just to see if anything else came up that 
we could throw into this discussion and everything, but he comes back for one night. Well, he comes back to makes his return to the Royal Rumble, and they already have another shirt up on WWE Shop for Seth. Yeah, they do. I like I like Edge's new shirt, but it's not part of the buy one get one, so I'm gonna wait. Yeah, because <sighs> I saw something where a, a woman uh, posted something about getting this, sh- like you know, she wants to get the shirt, but she's you know going through chemo, and he goes, "Give me your address, I will send it to you personally." Oh yeah, I did see. That. I, I was did. like, "Motherfucker's making me cry." So <laughs> sadness for us today. Yeah, I did see that post. And somebody uh, somebody had asked him on Twitter like why he doesn't have a cameo and stuff like that because he said, I can do this. I, I mean, I can like reach out to people on Twitter for free and not have to charge them like some odd bucks for it and some shit like that. But it's just like, yeah, because he's always like reaching out on Twitter to people and everything. So it's just like so remarkable for him. Yeah, he he's on my list. And Everybody's wondering, well, is WWE going to have access this year? I kind of hope they keep everything virtual, at least for this uh, WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, still spread it out kind of like how access is. So we all get more shots at meeting people and maybe have like a um, like a roulette where like you pay 50 bucks and you get into like, a, a you know, chatting with somebody for a minute per minute with like you know three other superstars that are like randos like Mia, Ali and the you know people right. like that but next year they better have fucking access oh I know this- yeah alright and but one quick thing before we get to this last this very last thing and topic and everything Cricket you need to rethink this strategy on the meeting don't groups. even get me fucking started I'm just I, I'm just putting that there just Cricket you need to rethink it that's all, all right <laughs> Okay, so before we wrap up, um, we every day, every day this month or every show this month, what we want to do is um, incorporate something for Course Black History Month. And throughout, I mean, throughout the course of the history in WWE, there have been African Americans, uh, past, present, those upcoming, and everything who who you definitely see have made their mark on the business in WWE and then those who definitely show a lot of promise and everything. And so, well, hell Kayla, yours, the, the one you were going to talk about tonight. Hell, she had her, she had the moment of all moments tonight. Um, she did. Um, Miss Bianca Belair. Um, she won our 2021 women's Royal rumble. Congratulations girl. Um, and I will say I did watch her chronicle, and, you know, lately I do admit um, she's never honestly been a, you know, somebody I always liked. But, you know, she's grown on me. I, you know, love seeing her in the ring. She's always been athletic. And then watching her chronicle made me respect her so much more than I already have. Um, she was very athletic while she was in school. She run track and field. No wonder she beat Bailey's ass in the obstacle over those hurdles. Um, and it's just, you know, seeing her, what she dealt with growing up and seeing where she's at today. She is a, you know, true fighter. She's, um, honestly has stated that she's got a wonderful man, Montez, you know, somebody to have back her up as her husband, you know, so her parents are proud of her you know she does what she does for her parents and 
and it's just seeing what she started out as how many times she wanted to give up how many more times you know she struggled but now knowing where she's at now she has definitely made her mark on wwe so hopefully with her winning the rumble she'll shine even more like her theme watch me shine and i believe 2021 is definitely her year um so unfortunately cat that means if she gets the match at wrestlemania your girl sasha's gonna have to lose that title for bianca Belair. yeah we'll get into that <laughs> but no um once again very <laughs> kudos to miss bianca Belair for winning well deserved coming out at number three and uh very very talented and you got my respect and continue to shine bright for real amen to that now one person I wanted to talk about is definitely one of the faces I was actually missing from tonight. And that was definitely one Mr. Keith Lee. And before I even start on this, uh, Mia, get well soon. Can't wait to see you back. You Like Shelton Benjamin told you, you're going to have plenty of chances in front of you. Um, there was also nothing confirmed, but people were saying that Keith tested positive as well. So either way, can't wait to see both of you back. Um, and everything but since but um yeah mia since you def- since i definitely know that you confirmed it and everything hope speedy recovery to you sister okay mr keith lee my texas brother and i've um i have to admit i really didn't start watching nxt regularly until it came on usa but one of the things that did stand, stood out to me right away was Keith Lee. And I found out he was from Wichita Falls, which was awesome to hear, even though that's like up towards Dallas area. I hope he's not a Cowboys fan. If so, we'll, we'll have issues. But <laughs> other than that, but um, start of uh, start of 2020. Uh, well, actually, actually, end of 2019, um, he was definitely he's definitely started making his mark even more and everything besides the matches that he was having with Dijakovic. Um, the 2019 survivor series, he put on a hell of a show and ended up going to the final, uh, it ended up being him and Roman in the fi- final two for that match and everything. And definitely earned our respect. Um, early 2019, he won the North American title um, in tw- um, 2020 and everything. And then the, I mean, he had his moment at, the Royal Rumble, especially with Brock Lesnar and everything. And that's definitely a match I'd want to see in the future. And then, of course, in the summer, he became the first men to hold both of the singles titles, the NXT North American and then the NXT Championship at the same time. Um, unfortunately, he did have to, he lost it on his second defense to carrying cross, but only because he was coming to Raw. And I know he already had one championship match against Drew, which was a fucking banger. And I know it's going to be on the top 25 of the matches for the year and everything. Um, I definitely see a lot of things in the future for Keith Lee. And one of them is definitely holding um, a WWE championship. How soon it's going to happen. I don't know because he wasn't at the rumble tonight. And so I, and it all depends on who edge chooses uh, for his, uh, for his WrestleMania opponent. But I do know that there's a lot of good things to come for Mr. Keith Lee. And I mean, he worked so hard to get here. He got told like three, I watched his 24. He got told three, those three times um, before he got into WWE. So he's definitely not one to give up on his dream. So best uh, can't wait to see you again on in the ring on Monday nights, but all right. So 
Jolie, take us to the past. All right. Like I said many times, like I've actually started and was born and raised in the Attitude Era. And this woman is the first African-American woman to hold the women's title. And that is Miss Jacqueline Moore. She started way back in about, I think it was, she originally started in 1994, but she was injured before her debut. She was doing vignettes with Jeff Jarrett. And so um, she didn't finish with the, she didn't start with the company after she was injured. Um, And then she was in, you know, some indies, Smoky Mountain Wrestling with Jim Cornette. But then she had an interesting turn in WCW for about a year from 97 to 98, where she was actually Kevin Sullivan's manager. uh, And she was actually feuding with woman while he was fighting with Benoit. And then she busted chair on his head on Kevin Sullivan's head. So she actually had a pretty cool career with that. And then she returned to WWE or F in 1998 and stayed till about 2004. That's when she defeated Sable for the women's at the time WWF women's championship. And uh, she did eventually lose it eventually back to Sable. And then she won it again. I forget with who I forget who she beat the next time, but then she also beat Chavo Guerrero for the cruiserweight title. Jackie has had a long career. She started in independence was in WWF WCW. She also went to impact and, was very much a heel over an impact and she was beer money's manager for a while. And then she came back to WWE and I think 2016 was put into the hall of fame and you have the likes of Sasha, Natty, Bailey, all saying that she was the reason why they wanted to wrestle. One of the reasons why she was, they wanted to wrestle. And so she finally got to be a part of the first ever women's Royal Rumble back in 2018 and she'll do signings, sightings and all that type of stuff. So Miss Jackie has definitely been a pioneer for uh, women and African-American women in WWE, WWF, TNA, and all of the wrestling brands. So Miss Jackie has always been one of my favorites. So that's why I picked her. And um, yeah, so I, I believe we really need to focus like, I like what we're doing because I love talking about different aspects of wrestling, whether it's Asian culture, African-American culture. So, and it's not just WWE cat. You can pick, you can pick big swole to talk about next week since she's. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's for sure. Um, Yeah. It's like Mrs. Mrs. Alexander is quite the character. And so wait, 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 wait. should we call, is it Mrs. Alexander or is he Mr. Swole? I don't know. I, Good question. <laughs> if I ever had the op- if we if we're ever blessed with the opportunity to interview them both and everything, I gotta ask them. We that yeah, we that's that, that's that's on sure. our list. That's on our list. Um, so I already know who I'm going to pick for next week uh, to talk about. And actually, you've already kind of brushed on her name. I'm going to pick Miss Mia Yim to talk about next week. And you know what? I will. You know what? I am. I'm going to go, yeah, let me uh, bring some AEW with this, and I am going to go with Swole because, yeah, she's quite a character. Yeah, we'll we'll jump on her next week for sure. Any ideas for you, Kayla? I have an idea, but the boss lady's going to be secret about it. All right. All right. One, uh, 
you, you know how earlier, Jolie, you said um, that with Kane and Damien Priest, it's kind of like a, pa- a passing of the torch type thing? Yeah. Okay, so um, on Twitter, they got Kane backstage, and they were asking some questions and everything, and, and he even said about Damien Priest that he's going to be an impact player in WWE. I love how fucking intuitive I am. Like, it, when that moment happened, it was just like, I. it's like one of those moments, it's there, there's always a passing of the torch to certain people. And I have heard nothing but praise from behind the scenes people of WWE about Damien. So mm-hmm. hearing um, Mr. Mayor say that is actually kind of cool. Very, very cool. <sighs> all right. This has been a long ass episode, but a good one. So, but that's all we have for this episode of the Queen's Takeover. Thank you so much for joining us and tune in next time as the takeover continues. Y'all have a good one. And to think she thinks this is a long episode. Wait for the two-night WrestleMania episode. Archie, no. <laughs> Archie, mama. <laughs> <laughs>